0: And welcome to the Painted Bride Quarterly Slush Pile. Thank you so much for tuning in, clicking, whatever we want to say to be with us right now here today. And we are going to discuss the poems of Sarah Elkins. How this works is we find poems that come to us and we think, hey, this would make a good conversation for the show. And uh, then we have an editorial meeting. And we record it, and then we share it with you. And it's all our way of showing you how much we care about each and every uh, submission that we receive. So this we, um, I'll keep the mic and start is, starts with me today, uh, Kathleen Volk-Miller. We're Zooming from separate places and I'm in my third floor office home. And I'm going to, I guess, we'll stay in America and bounce it to Jason. Hi, Jason.
1: Hi, um, I am coming to you from Upper Manhattan, um, also known as Harlem, also known as Washington Heights. And it is a beautiful, beautiful day. Um, And I will pass it on to Samantha. Samantha.
2: Hi everyone. I'm here in Baltimore, uh, which is also known as Charm City. Um, And so I hope that we are charming for you today. Um, And I will pass it back to Philadelphia to Talia.
3: Hi, I'm Talia Thomas. Um, I'm here in West Philadelphia. Um, It's actually a really, really nice and sunny day today.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful here as well. And Samantha, someday you'll have to tell me what, why it is called Charm City. I have always wondered that and never bothered looking it up.
2: Next time. Yep, yep. <laughs> Although I
0: did look up caddy Corner today. Does anybody know where we get that word?
1: Isn't it like, aren't, aren't there like a gazillion different variations of it? Like, isn't it Kitty Corner, Catty Corner, cater yes. Corner? Yes, yes. It's like-
0: a misspelling of a French term. Of course, I don't remember the French term, but the French term looks like Catty Corner.
1: Oh, it's like quatre. It's like the four corners, right? Like yeah, yeah. And, and it yeah. got
0: so miss, you know, misspelled that it became catty corner, right? So um, I used it in a text, and I was like, catty corner. What does that even mean? But uh, I think Dagny is slightly catty corner, and I know she's north.
3: Hi, Dagny. Hello. Yeah, we we tend to use kitty corner here, but I have heard catty corner. Um, (laughs) i'm in a small town called almont just outside of canada's capital and we are a stand-in for american small towns on the hallmark channel (laughs) (laughs) if you know anybody who's into watching hallmark films i don't but they they are frequently here filming in our small town
0: that's really amazing
3: kind of a hoot yeah
0: that is really amazing wow everybody has interesting things to talk about, about absolutely their yeah um okay but we are going to read some very interesting poems um by sarah elkins and we thank you sarah for sharing these with the with us um you know what i haven't read in a really long time you guys mind if i read this that'd be
1: great all right to so we're
0: gonna start with birthing the summer before my son was born I ate tomato sandwiches with mayonnaise, salt, and pepper. The rain was so heavy in June, the fruit swelled on the vines and their skins ripped. I took big bites, holding thick bread with two hands, pink rainwater running down both forearms to my elbows. Everything reduced then to hunger. At night, crawled on my side in the un conditioned dark, I dreamt of big cats' razor tongues dragging the length of my back, saber teeth at my throat, not tearing the skin but feeling for pulse, their muscled hips coaxing me into the sweaty delirium of my final weeks. The cats returned every night until 26 hours before I howled him into being. I opened all the rain of June and July, leaving me for the hardwood floor where I crouched on all fours, looking for flecks of vernix, tasting my wet fingers, sniffing the sweet water for signs it was time. The cats slunk away until now, eating this tomato sandwich, my first in 12 years. I recall I was a panther once,
3: nice reading
0: thank you thank you I'll tell you why I really wanted to read it it after we discuss but what a beautiful poem
2: I agree
3: and so tactile
1: Mm -hmm. well the way all the bodies keep turning into each other that the tomatoes are kind of splitting and opening their skin and then she's opening to let out the child and then the cats oh my goodness yeah
3: Mm-hmm. i howled him into being right it's very economical with some of the images like that and i love the pink rainwater water mm-hmm. from the tomato sandwich it's uh you know because you think you get into describing something like that it could get a little complicated but it's so succinct mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i love how she picks
0: everything back up again now we have all the rain of june and july leaving me for the hardwood floor
2: and I love that comma um, before the end July, as if uh, you know, like time itself was moving a bit. So mm-hmm. uh, it makes you feel like uh, like you're with her through that first month.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah, I love the repetition with the cats in that shorter second stanza. The cats returned, and then the cat slunk away. There's there's something quite satisfying in that. Mm-hmm
0: and what an ending right you don't expect that i recall i was a panther once
3: so kathy tell us why you wanted to read it
0: (laughs) well living in new jersey i love me a tomato sandwich And just last night, uh, my brother was over and come to town and went to dinner. And then we talked and I talked about uh, howling my son into being mm-hmm. and what, you know, everybody has their birth stories and there's always something, but, you know, stuff happened during that birth and, you know, he's fine. I'm fine. The whole thing. However, I cried a little while telling him last night and I hadn't done that in years. Um And so, yeah. So I felt even extra close to this poem. Mm. Um, So thank you for letting me read it.
3: Yeah, it's amazing how it opens things up. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. That's exactly how I eat my tomato sandwiches.
1: (laughs) With with mayonnaise and
0: and salt and pepper, nothing else, man. That's all you need with the Jersey with best Jersey tomatoes at peak.
3: And so wet forearms too
0: right oh yeah. Yeah. I eat yeah them over the sink
3: <laughs> yeah. oh yeah I like that that's yeah. that's about as immediate as it gets yeah as we do. <laughs>
0: jersey jersey white peaches it's the same thing they are so juicy you kind of have to eat them over the sink or with a bib or something
3: I'm <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> now we're all hungry
0: this <laughs> <laughs> summer i miss summer right
3: well and that's right in here isn't it everything reduced then to hunger and i love that contrast with the fact that she's growing she's she's obviously very fulsome right at this point but it's but it's reduced to that 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 thing that hunger yeah
0: and and even her laying on her side in that pregnant condition and the a collapse
1: of the kind of different sorts of bodies
0: yeah. And that's also cat like, right? It it
3: Yeah. And then I do just love that whole section, the razor tongues dragging along the length of the back. I mean, it's it's just you can feel it. It's it's very tactile. So
0: funny. This is fascinating. Um slushies. I we have not even had one little issue. Nobody's raised a brow over a thing.
3: My my only thing that, that raised a brow for me that I hadn't mentioned was. Why such a long opening line? Oh, uh, okay. It's it's very ragged, right? Compared to I mean, you know, the poem it's not one of those tight columns of a poem, but it it really stands out that it's a lot longer. Does it feel right? Did 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 it did it trip anyone else up
1: or I mean, I would, I, there's an easy break, right? That if it were the summer before my son was born, comma, line break, I eat tomato sandwiches with mayonnaise, line break, right? That that it sort of um, Mm -hmm. lends itself really easily to a more regular line. But I think it doesn't want, I think it's resisting the sun, right? Like if it's sort of the summer before my son was born, then the opening line is about this person who came into being. And if the opening line is the summer I was born, I ate tomato sandwiches, then the self is foregrounded. So I, I think that that extra long line is a way of kind of positioning the speaker as topic and kind of moving the um, the child um, away from that focal position, even though we never lose sight That's Uh, such a good reminder.
3: Yeah, I think you're right. That that Uh, first line's doing a lot of work. Yeah. Jason,
0: I'm so glad you're here. You're so brilliant. Because after that issue was brought up, I looked at that and thought, okay, what if it was the summer before my son was born?
3: Yeah. You read it. And I
0: thought I would be so less interested, right? I just thought about it very simple as a reader, but you're so right to, you know, articulate it the way that you did. I just thought it'd be less compelling. Somehow the egg ate tomato sandwiches makes it far more compelling yeah. so for the exact reason we know we're going to get more than a birth story. Yeah, right.
2: I do think I would have liked um, the salt and pepper though on the next line. I like this poem the more um, I read it slowly um, because I really want to sink into it. Um, because I do think you know uh, I've ne- I've never been pregnant, but I imagine it must be like a slow waiting period in some ways so I I want the poem to be slow
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: that's true too that's really true and I think it was I know that when I was reading it I wanted to go
1: slow mm. and it it really places the emphasis on the transformation of the body um in pregnancy and birth the the ravenous intake and the um visceral outtake um the way in which the body um i mean obviously we're all you know consuming and expelling and yet in this case it it takes on this really heightened um powerful form that is you know bordering on miraculous bordering on um supernatural bordering on and and it's i mean it's i i think about this a lot because i think that the experience of motherhood is often hyper visible by which i mean that it's often hard Once someone is seen as a mother one is both kind of like that part of the identity can often like take over and, and the, yeah. the person who is sort of like subordinated to, and, and, you know, other things become hyper-visible, you know, like if you're a doctor, that often becomes hyper-visible and then, you know, you kind of disappear into that. But I've, I've just been really curious about um, ways to represent an experience that's central to one's identity without evacuating one's identity in favor of this kind of um, um, role. I don't know if that makes sense, Um, but I feel like this doesn't really that experience was like. And and every way I want to talk about it almost sort of touches on ways in which we talk about birth and motherhood that sort of make it into this weird thing, that make it into um, a disruption of the natural order instead of part of the natural order that like, I, I think that the work that the poem is doing, I mean, you know, people talk about this in terms of um, gynecology or in terms of obstetrics, that, you know, an extremely natural process, becoming pregnant and giving birth, becomes a medical crisis um, and becomes almost, you know, it, it's, it's aligned with illness in a certain way um, when it's closer to other, you know, natural phenomenon and harvest and, Tide and all these different things. And so I I love this poem because it sort of returns that experience to something very natural. Um, And in returning it, kind of reminds us how much we've kind of denatured it.
0: I was going to say, and primal. I mean, giving birth does connect you to your animal self. You are an animal in the birth process, right? Um, And so I, I appreciated that for that. Nothing will remind you more that you're an animal,
3: (laughs) right? Yeah, no, uh, absolutely, absolutely. And I I like the word Jason used, the supernatural too, because for me, that really comes in again in that second stanza, all the rain of June and July, leaving me for the hardwood floor. It's like, it's so much bigger than this woman and her body. Um, it's 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 something happening on a on a much much bigger scale. And again, I mean, for me that that resonates rightly because while I agree that pregnancy and childbirth have been medicalized, and that it it feels better to to address how natural it is, it is also very dangerous. You know, and women used to regularly die um, of it. Um, sure. I have a tipped uterus and in my first pregnancy, it, it, it had to flip around and it pinched my urethra. And at the time I was living in a big city, I was in London and my husband had to come home from work and then drive me to the hospital, which was pain on a level. I have, I'd never want to experience again, every bump in the road, but you know, a few hundred years ago, not even that long ago, I'd have died. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah
3: and, and some and I would I wasn't even that pregnant at that point <laughs> so right. so um but so I, I really really like that word supernatural because it kind of encompasses all of that all of that because it is this thing that's bigger than any one woman any one individual um and it, it takes over yeah
1: should we vote yeah. we have other I votes I vote. was ready to say I there's know. two more vote. so let's
0: vote let's vote okay. <laughs> One, two, three, vote. And it's unanimous. I'm surprise. Thank you, Sarah Elkins.
1: I, I, yeah, we saw that coming out. Oh, best. very <laughs> good. Yeah. Low suspense. Um, <laughs> this episode of the um, that one, absolutely not.
0: Yeah, but thank you so much, Sarah Elkins, for that. And now we have lineage. And
3: who, who would like to go? I can um, read it. Okay. Lineage. Below the mud, there are caves running with water where blind creatures, having never seen the sun, are not yet angry about what they do not see. A dim light reflects in the wet membranes of their eyes. Somehow, they know enough to ask, why then, these eyes? I was born here and have followed the underground streams to stores of salt long fingers made into clubs and gossamer webs becoming wings my son born here too lit a candle on his way out it flickers absently against my cheek the warmth is a sort of seeing such a different piece Mm -hmm. it obviously feels like a, a tight little allegory um what what the allegory is that's less clear to me.
2: I love the last stanza. I love um, the first line break. Um, yeah I, I I see it as like those those two first stanzas like you said being more of an allegory and then kind of the secret feels in that last one. Yeah and
3: I was trying to figure out exactly do I know for sure what's going on in that that last stanza. It sounds a lot like the sun leaving and the speaker not, the speaker staying behind, right? Um, but, but that candle was lit for them on the way out. It's definitely got a, a mystery going on.
1: I mean, I thought that initially that it might be sort of a retelling of um, Plato's allegory of the cave, um, but that doesn't seem to be the case. I mean, if, if you try to sort of like bring um, that, it, do, it doesn't work at all um this is definitely like its own allegory um and i was i i like it as deep image if i if i try to sort of like track the allegory i get really frustrated and i can't um if i kind of stay with yeah. the poem and the lineage or the, the lineage the lineation <laughs> and the language and the syntax um i'm really happy
3: yeah, that, well said. That's how I'm feeling about it. Like I, if I try and make sense of it, I'm not getting very far, mm-hmm. but I do like the experience of it. It's very economically done. It's got some lovely images. Kathy, what do you think?
0: Um, I love how it ends and, and like the other one, I do see that Um, she keeps, you know, certain threads keep coming. And it's very hard to put away that sense-making part. Um, the middle stanza for me is the weakest, and I think that as soon as I see gossamer web, I'm not I'm, I'm I'm not happy with that image. So I'm trying to connect it to the wet membranes earlier. Um, I guess I'm too busy over here. My silence was my thinking and trying to figure out. Even what these images are, I don't quite see long femurs made into clubs and gossamer webs becoming wings. I don't.
1: Well, no, I, I mean, those those are all, because it doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you sort of like have these beings who can't see but know they have eyes and are asking why they have eyes but don't have anything to see with them but haven't been anywhere else. Um, and, you know, I mean, I mean, like if, if you're it, in a lot of the ways, like the, the it keeps directing us towards an allegorical reading that then oh. keeps collapsing. And so you're sort of like looking for the tenor. You're like, okay, so this is the vehicle. Um, okay, what does this represent? It's very hard to read literally, um, like to stay in it um, at the literal level feel often just feels a little bit contradictory um that the sun has escaped or left or like knew to light the candle on his way out right because it's it's in darkness um everything sort of feels just a little bit um inconsistent Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the first stanza- but the, though, In places,
1: the imagery is, is really wonderful and amazing. And the pacing is fantastic.
3: But yeah, I, I think, Jason, in that first stance, it feels as though we're getting like this overview. But then you discover in the second and third that it's it's somebody who's also there experiencing it. And so it that's when it kind of stops making sense. The perspectives don't mesh.
0: Mhm mhm somehow they know enough to ask why then
3: these eyes exactly
2: and if it feels sort of like um like a creation myth in that first stanza you know the blind creatures asking um these eyes i mean it's kind of interesting and hopeful like if this is like speakers of a world beyond or a world we don't remember and like her uh, or, or our author like taking that on I find really interesting um, but I also but then I don't think you know it's quite explored enough um, but then at the same time I think if I just came across this poem and read it I think I would recognize pretty early on that I'm not going to kind of get a narrative or something that I can grasp onto that way and kind of like what Jason and Dagny said earlier like I would I think just actually take delight in the language and, and kind of the punctuation choices and stuff. And I prefer that then to a poem where I feel like I would wrestle with it for a long time and not come out with a lot. I don't think it's trying to trick us, as get, mm. I guess I'm saying, to look for more.
3: Hmm.
0: Is this, we do have one more. Is this one discussed hmm. enough? Is there anything?
3: Yeah, I feel like we should vote. Okay. All right.
0: Let's do it. One, two, three, vote. Okay. So we're going to pass on this one and we're going to move right along to From the Tall Grass. Jason, let's do okay. it.
1: Let All right. From the, gra- from, the- oh, like- <laughs> from the tall grass. Oh, I'm ready. From the tall grass. I floss at night after steak and butter, my house, unguarded range, bison huffing, ice faced, hooves stamping an echo stutter. I do nothing in this boundless nothing. No thought, no synapse firing, still hands still stained, berry juice of an empty morning. This roomless space, a translucent thin will through which I, good sow, with my boys homing. His trek complete, except for the recount. Bighorn sheep, bull moose, near miss, eagle plume. I toss one sleek mink to the catamount. The grass lies down. Walls rise around my room. Ursa fades. A house cat lurks in willow, I sip gin, smooth the pelt of my pillows.
0: Nice, thank you.
3: I think this is such an interesting piece. It's, it's, I find it very strong. It's full of some fantastic imagery. That opener, I floss at night after steak and butter. I mean, and, and in a sonnet, I mean, that's, it's kind of brave. Um, Again, very sensory, but there's more, much more aware of uh, wordplay um, in this one. And just attention uh, to, to language, um, still hands, still stained. It's gr- great moment. I love that. I um, do too. Yeah.
0: And then, and the rest of it, berry juice of an empty morning.
3: Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Like, where did that come from? I love it. hmm the speakers very back into animal mode being a a good sow whiffing her boys home homing right yeah
0: so this has the animals and the food like the first one right yes which makes it so uh sensuous almost right it's
3: exactly
0: so evocative
1: it's so visceral um and so expected. Um, There are so many places where it sort of reverses course as I was reading. It sort of kept, I do nothing in this boundless nothing. This roomless space, a translucent thin will. And I sort of expected that to be wall. A translucent Mm, thin wall. And it's a translucent thin will. Um, And over over and over again, it sort of like sets something up and then slightly twists it in this way that carries you through to somewhere that you didn't expect to go
2: and still at the end of the day it has this um what seems like a mother and son theme to it um in waiting for the sun to go home um so even though it, it kind of feels for me like a little bit ethereal or home on the range or something there's this thread going through it um that is reminiscent of some of the the other poems we we read but also um seems a little bit universal which I like
3: and mother is big cat again,
2: yeah, yeah,
3: which is interesting talking about tossing a mink to the the catamount, the cat of the mountain, but then also returning to being like a cat again.
1: is the mink being fed to the catamount?
3: I think so, yeah, I assume so
1: i I love the kind of safety inside the violence of the landscape that there's this kind of um big wide world that's being traversed um, by herds, by animals, by children, and and then the poem takes place in kind of this still center um, that I just, I love, and it sort of seems perfect for a sonnet that, you know, you have this like huge expanse with something kind of staying still in the middle of it.
2: Yeah, and, and kind of speaking of that, I think my favorite image of it is this idea of um, how when an animal is in the grassland and they make the grass lie down, and the walls are the grass, and I'm so it's so exciting to me to think about that um, kind of in comparison to that tr- a translucent thin will, where, like a lot of you, I expected it to be wall as well.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we get the walls later. walls rise around my room. i I like this inside outside thing. Are we inside or outside? right and yeah. she's been so animal you know sniffing the boy like all of it all of it right and then we get I sip gin smooth the pelt of my pillows
2: I sip gin is really the only part that feels human to me yeah so that I feel oh okay I don't think that the the big cats have access to that so <laughs> I like,
0: oh, right right but I mean, that's what's awesome and she's <laughs> still kind of in both places at once right smooth the pelt of my pillows I do see somebody reclining you know with all of these pillows around but you you know I love I love the inside outside part of that
3: yeah yeah it's quite amazing over 14 lines to go from flossing to then being back on those pillows with the gin you're right because in the midst of it all we forget about any kind of human speaker and it, it it's so animal uh, yeah. but, but then we're right back there and and yeah it's it's very satisfying
0: and isn't that Last image, like a queen cat, like I do see lots and lots of voluptuous pillows and, you know, slushies, you can't see it, but Dagny just like reclined in this very up <laughs> and held her gin. <laughs> uh, and that's what I see, though. I see exactly that move and that sipping gin amongst my pillows and just surveying all that is mine, you know, the, this land and these animals and, you know, she's dominion.
3: Right, perfectly put. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I see the pillows as like the grass, and I know we can go back and forth through for it, but that's that's kind of where my my image ended on that, which I like. But yeah. I do, I do wonder if um if if cats do floss or like, ah. <laughs> and I, mean, like I do I I, probably not. That's probably not true, but I'm sure they get things stuck in their teeth as well
3: they might do something light floss Mm -hmm. you know they they do a lot of grooming
2: yeah Mm -hmm. i
3: i really love i've probably
0: said this before but you know you start with the title obviously and then you read the poem i love my eye always goes right back to the title and i love when that rewards me when Mm -hmm. that thrills me you know and this title does do that it's it's so lovely to be reminded of where we began and where we've been, what a POV has been the whole time.
1: Mm.
2: That's great. so interesting. You know, on my copy, the title is on the, the page before, so I forgot about the title. So that's oh. really fun. now I see it. Oh, that's great.
0: <laughs> Sometimes my students don't read the title when they're reading Poetry Aloud and it's so, it like hurts me so much. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really wish that, books um wouldn't publish the name after the title a lot because I I don't mm. like that at all I think it's it's such an intrusion and uh so I feel the same way as you Kathy but I also feel equally when they read the title and then the name and then the rest of the poem yeah 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 yeah
3: I think we might be voting <laughs>
0: okay. yeah because all, right. all I was gonna say is like I could just read this again can we hey. just hang out oh, and yeah. read this all day yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think we should vote. Are we ready? Here we go. Remote. And it's in. Yay, Sarah Elkins. (laughs) Woohoo! Yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you uh, for allowing us to discuss your work. And Celeste, please uh, send us notes and chime in about what you think and feel about what we had to say. Um, Anybody have anything that would like to add? No. All right. Well, thank you to everybody for being here and keep reading. Woohoo!
3: Yeah, thanks, Bye. Thank you